Welcome to Conversations. I'm your host, Doug Dewan, and thank you for spending some time with us. Joining me this segment is Masao Yamada, Mary Ann Mohammed, and Lily Rodriguez from GZ Radio. Thank you for spending some time with us, and we're going to talk about GZ Radio, your relationship with Vera Project, and the last time we talked, you had uh, you were about a week or two away from launching GZ Radio. How's it been going? It's been going amazingly. So we were kind of in a soft launch period back then, and right now we are almost full throttle. So the website is getting released here in November, and that's where a lot of the streaming sources are going to come from. Uh, we've been constantly like in the field like daily just about daily with our young folks covering multiple cultural events covering events in general uh, a lot of video production uh, has been taking place we just brought on a videographer through the vera project and they're going to take on a good portion of editing for us as well which i don't think they're realizing they're about to step into about a hundred projects deep at the moment because we got a lot on the back burner but once we actually uh, get those edited you'll be seeing a ton of content just kind of coming from uh, Ground Zero Radio. So yeah, super excited. Um, I guess we can get to the future in in a little bit. But um, right now we're kind of rooted. School started back up. So we built up some internships with some local Seattle public schools. So ATS High School, which is Alan T. Sugiyama. uh, We've got some interns uh, from that way that kind of come every semester for them. They basically ask me if we need some interns. And I'm always saying, absolutely. How many do you need? How many can you give me? <laughs> you know, so then I'm taking what I can. Um, our roster right now is about 50 deep. Uh, so that's 50 in regards to not doing it full time, of course, but whenever they want to take on a project or hop on and have the capacity to do so, then we can bring them on for specific projects. Uh, we got about 15 to 20 who are very constant. So they're developing their own uh, types of projects. We've got uh, basically a relationship with the Seattle rep right now and we're in talks right now of creating a documentary for their upcoming uh, it used to be the August Wilson monologues and it's the next narrative monologue competition now so this can actually take one of our youth directors and create this particular documentary which could lead us to New York um, for the finals competition so we're going to be following some of the young folks who are part of that particular competition with Seattle rep Um, we've got shows in development, which uh, Marianne and uh, Lily will get into when when they take over the microphone. Um, I can talk a lot. You know that, Doug. Uh, We've got (laughs) multiple, multiple things going on from the video production standpoint. I mean, it's just, it's constant. Um, We have a series called Living Local that the young folks developed and conceptualized where we're digging into our local communities and really telling the stories uh, through the youth lens, but also through the lens of those particular organizations, community leaders, much like you do here on Conversations when you're having these conversations. Uh, We create that uh, in a video format and is a little bit uh, guerrilla style uh, documentary filmmaking, but also there's a clean side to it as well where we do the two-camera documentary-style interview process as well. So um, there's a ton of stuff, but I'm going to let you continue to ask the questions because I'll continue just talking. Well, I'm asking questions because I want to hear you talk. So you just <laughs> wax philosophical as much as you want. But I guess the point is is you've grown to a roster of 50, which is incredible. Um, the entire point of GZ Radio is what? To, you know, to create a safe space for youth, to for expression, community engagement, personal growth. How would you say that the roster of 50 that you've watched – uh, throughout this time have grown? Like, what have you seen in these young people as they develop into adults uh, taking over responsibilities for the radio station, responsibilities building their own shows? Uh, what have you seen the results? Yeah, so we are a career-connected learning 
program in essence, right? So even before being a part of Ground Zero Radio, they go through an application process, they go through an interview process. So Marianne and Lily have actually interviewed, you know, some of the more recent uh, additions to Ground Zero Radio. And a lot of the times during that application process, they kind of have things that they pinpoint and want to do, like video production, let's say. So they apply and then that's their strong point. That's where they want to focus on. And then once they actually get to be a part of Ground Zero, they see all these different things that they could be engaging in. So now we shift and turn into like the personal growth side of things is they learn those skill sets as a videographer per se. And now, as I just mentioned, we have one of them who is going to actually direct their own documentary. So the growth process that takes place and I feel like the confidence that takes place once they've actually become a part of Ground Zero Radio and been in the field and executing things on a career like level, uh, they begin to really believe in themselves to take on and present personal projects to me. And when they do that, uh, these two might attest to it that I don't ever say no, Um, which might be a problem, but it's not really. Like I never say no because my main primary role is to provide support in that structure and say, hey, let's do it. How do we get it done? Uh, What do you need resource wise? Yeah, I'm a big fan of saying yes to pretty much everything, which is why I don't sleep very often. But I w- let's hear it uh, from from you two, Lily. I'll start with you. Um, when did you start with GZ Radio? What do you? What has your experience been like? I know you're about to start a new show, um, but what has your? What do you feel like your growth has been being a part of this? Yeah, I mean, it's really amazing to have the mentorship and resources available to me to just like be able to take on projects that have for a long time, honestly, just kind of been these like ideas in the back of my head. Um, But getting that go ahead and that push to like actually do it myself has been pretty amazing. And just being able to like be supported by a community um, who's appreciative of my work and my contributions, it's just like really fulfilling and empowering. But um, when Marianne and I first started as community engagement interns, Uh, Moz, right off the bat, was saying that community engagement is a very flexible term (laughs) and we can kind of spin it however we want, um, which was super cool. So he was like, yeah, do you want an on-air show? Like, you've been involved in radio, go have an on-air show, like, do it right now. And we're like, okay, (laughs) sure. And so kind of just running away with it and, you know, doing everything that we can, but then also, you know, digging deep into our community and making those really valuable connections has been super cool. And I think Along the way, it's like you're constantly learning skills that you're able to apply to a bunch of other things within the organization. And so, you know, you go out and start filming an episode for our Living Local series, and then all of a sudden you have all these great interview questions, and Mm -hmm. you're really practicing and, like, you know, building those skills. So by the time I go to my own radio show, I have all of these ideas already in mind. And I have, you know, a comfort with, like, talking to people and actually starting to host things, um, which has been a really cool growth situation for me and I know Marianne can kind of attest to that as well gotten gotten lots of practice (laughs) (laughs) um well for me uh, my background is in journalism as a reporter and so I was kind of from my time at my last year at UW um, and working at you know publications I kind of had like a difficult time um, when it comes to reporting Um, like the before process of reaching out to somebody during the time that you're writing something and then afterwards um, that connection is kind of gone Um, it's not really taught to us to keep those connections alive and so when I was like joining um, GZR um, I was doing you know the community engagement part of it but at the same time I was able to create stories from that Um, just having an interaction with someone at their booth and being able to create a whole living local episode where I'm able to do the full-on research that is allowing me to engage in incredible conversations about their work about their company about their um, artwork even um, is something that I've 
really appreciated that GZR has given me. Um, and to be able to do that, I feel like will help me going forward if I'm ever a journalist <laughs> or reporter to be able to use that and to be able to set like a precedent when it comes to my work that um, I won't be able to abandon um, too far <laughs> away. And so, yeah, that's what it, that's what how it's been for me as a community engagement coordinator to be able to use my skills as a journalist um, has really been a fulfilling experience. Yeah. How would you say, um, do you feel like you're in a leadership position enough to the point where you just take on the task? Like if as far as journalism goes, do you decide what you want to report on and then you just take the lead and go figure out, go connect with people, contact them, do the whole thing? Yeah, pretty much. I just like told Moss about um, uh, if I pretty much I was talking to Moss about making a podcast about how people take in um, news headlines about the Palestinian occupation or like the occupation of Palestinian people and Moss didn't know and so I explained it to him and he was like yeah go ahead and do it so being able to create those kind of episodes that do deal with heavy topics but not being afraid to go into them um, is something that I was like really taken aback with because I'm so used to you know um, not mentors but people in leadership positions telling me maybe we should take that angle or maybe we should look at somewhere else um, has always been kind of a letdown, which I've kind of had to accept. But it's something that I was like, wow, this is really happening. <laughs> but it's something that I'm glad that I was able to, you know, um, take part in. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I think personally for myself, and I can only speak to myself anecdotally, the moments of growth that I've experienced the most were when people said, "Go do it, you figure it out. And then you just go take it on. Would you say that that's your experience with GZ Radio? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's been really fun, too, because I've always been the kind of person who likes to tinker with all sides of a project. So it's like if I'm going to do a radio show, I want to know a little bit about the videography. I want to know a little bit about the audio and just how to set stuff up so I can like answer a bunch of questions and facilitate the whole process. But also just kind of know what's going on because all of it intrigues me. Um, and so Moz has been like, oh, you want to learn about video? Go talk to these people who are already doing it. Oh, you want to learn about audio? Go take some classes at the Vera Project. Like literally all of this stuff that allows me to kind of develop that like whole perspective which is really cool because like Marianne was saying I've definitely had a lot of um, engagements with people in that are supposed to be kind of mentors that don't really appreciate that type of learning style mm -hmm. and um, something super cool about Ground Zero is that any kind of learning style is appreciated, accepted, and encouraged. Um, so it's it's really cool to see a bunch of different people kind of helping each other out and um, yeah just creating that network of support. Now, you two are community engagement coordinators. Now, what would you say that you is the most important part of that role for you? Do you reach out to other um, nonprofits to partner? Like, what are you guys doing with that? I would say attending events is a huge, huge part of it because um, in Moz's never-ending network of people, um, there's always something going on that we can be a part of. And then just actually, like, being on the ground talking to people like we will just go around and introduce ourselves to pretty much everyone in the room um and so eventually they'll just like kind of see us running around and be like oh i remember you guys um and that'll start really cool conversations in terms of how we can partnership with them and a lot of these organizations could really use a media presence um and so what we're able to offer them and like the kind of unique spin of what we're doing uh is really intriguing to a lot of these organizations so that's a big partnership building mm -hmm. bit can I add as well? Absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I feel like also 
explaining to them each step of the process when it comes to um, like Moss jumping in on an email thread and being like, this is what videography does. And then me explaining like, oh, these are the questions I'll be asking. Um, and also sending those questions because um, I'm used to not sending those questions to kind of create that kind of like, um, what's it called? Uh, or like, like usually my teachers or my mentors would be like, don't tell them the questions yet because maybe they're going to, you know, try to weave around it. But sending those questions to create like a bond of trust mm-hmm. is a especially important um, when those people have you know been felt left out or used by publications in some way or used by people who try to use their story in a different way that they don't see it as well and so um, sending those questions is especially important being like are these questions okay is it okay for me to ask these kind of questions are especially important so every step of the process of explaining it to them asking them if they're okay with it and building that is showing them that we appreciate their time um, their um, acceptance of us being in their space and talking to them um, is also especially important important yeah it doesn't stop being important (laughs) like that will always be that way i deal with that on a very frequent basis so i can personally relate to that a lot of people don't they don't want to be attacked Mm -hmm. you know they don't want to be caught off guard like they're defending themselves which is you know i I appreciate that you do that and you figured that out you know basically on your own just like okay so this is how to best do this and that to me speaks volumes to what the work that you guys are doing just giving autonomy to learn but also support Mm -hmm. Um, which is great. Now, I'm tell me. Add on their community oh, engagement no, just no, real you, quick. You can't. I'm kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so, a huge part of the mentality that we do have is community engagement turns into community building, right? So, um, it's not just trying to engage our community, but it's to build that community together. And Marianne touched on a big time like trust. Um, mm-hmm. Now, you'll see a lot of organizations go out and table at an event. Um, sometimes you don't get those opportunities to table at those events. So, what we do is we kick into action and we go visit every single table that's at an event tell them about us right and see how we can actually amplify what they're doing so in essence that is really building our community building our network building it strong Um, and it's not a one-off thing we want to make sure that we are doing collective work right so that when each organization like you just had on Pac from totem star as as totem Mm -hmm. begins to build a little bit uh, we have that relationship with totem we'll start building together with them we can amplify the artists that are totem star we can bring them into do live in studio sessions with us so it becomes uh, more sustainable to be a part of a community as opposed to just like featuring an organization 100 percent. and you talk about relationships you've got a great relationship with the vera project tell me about how that's going and what's on the the horizon there yeah i can't remember if the last time i was on here we talked about vera being a fiscal but they have been officially become like the odyssey to our ground zero radio so they are basically helping us stay funded Um, They're providing multiple resources for us. Uh, Lily mentioned taking classes with Vera. So now we are actually pipelining the uh, youth who are applying to be a part of Ground Zero Radio. If they have audio production as an interest, then they could take an audio production class at Vera. And Vera does a scholarship basis with our youth as well. So they can partake in these classes and not have to worry about a fee that's involved with it. Um, It's straight pipelining, really. I mean, Vera does so many amazing things. And I don't know if people really give them the credit when it comes to the educational standpoint that they have at the Vera Project. People know them for live shows. Mm -hmm. Um, But they have multiple classes that deal with 
with uh, career connective learning um, from audio production, live audio and sound. They do um, screen printing. They have the digital production lab, which is huge because that creates a pipeline. Once they actually have the young folks that go through that program, they can pipeline right into our uh, video production uh, at Ground Zero Radio. So it's become a really strong partnership. And I say that in a way that we are a program at the Vera Project, um, but the executive director and the artistic director there, Ricky and Jason, they look at us as being more like a partner with them. So they give us the freedom. They allowed us to keep the branding that the young folks have created. Uh, they allowed us to build a different website as opposed to just having a, tab, a little tab on the Vera Project website. So there's two entities right now that are under this Vera project umbrella and we are super, super happy that we can stay funded and I can get a salary because, you know, I was about, I was deep in the hole, Doug. <laughs> uh, you know that I was deep in the hole, um, uh, trying to stay afloat and they've come along and just provided, uh, the ability to stay funded, um, provide stipend opportunities for our youth. But we are also, I feel like we're growing to the point now where the city is beginning to bring us on for contract work. Um, mm. So we are getting contract work with the city, getting contract work with Seattle Center. Um, we just basically coming up on the last of 24 cultural events through the Festal series at Seattle Center that we ended up coming on and getting contracted for. And it looks like we'll up that contract next year. Um, so it's it's really exciting to see that we've been able to get into the mix, um, not only as a youth program, but as just almost like a business. Mm-hmm. People are starting to look at us and say, hey, can we bring you on for this? Can we bring you on for that? Um, we're going to be working with the South Seattle Emerald this weekend, you know, covering their Tachaloween, and they needed, you know, somebody to to stream the event. And we were kind of like the first reach out for them to be like, hey, can y'all come out and uh, – Stream this event for us. Speed dial number one. You know, yeah. that's where I want to be. That's where I want to be. Speed dial number one. Um, so yeah, the Vera project has really allowed for all of that. And plus my network on top of Vera's network, it's like completely never ending. Like we just, there's so many, you know, people who believe in what the Vera project mm-hmm. is doing. Um, and then once they hear about what we're doing, they're like, oh, you're a part of Vera? That makes, that makes sense. You know? Well, you're in the room with one of them right now yeah. who believes in what you're doing. <laughs> right on, right on. Um, speaking of, so you've got a good partners and you've got a lot on the horizon. Tell me about the future of community engagement for GZ Radio. What's coming down the pipeline? What are you working on? What do you want to be working on as far as community engagement? Yeah, I mean, one of the really big projects that we have right now, we've mentioned a little bit, is the Living Local series. Um, and so pretty much one of the – so I think we're trying – really hard to create these kinds of partnerships that are like living. And so not only do we have, um, you know, the coverage of organizations and like kind of featuring really cool um, people within Seattle and like what they're doing and telling their stories, but we also start to like take part in it. And so um, for example, uh, with an organization that we're partnered with right now, Urban Artworks, um, we are covering their mural apprentice program um, right they're doing a project where they're basically creating murals for the tiny home village in the South End. Mm. Um, and so we started coming in as like covering that as a story and kind of like talking to the youth that they have. It's all um, high schoolers who are, you know, interested in pursuing visual arts. And we started talking to them just about like their interest and what they're doing um, and like how they got involved in the program and like, you know, doing a little bit of coverage and like showing uh, this project at underway. But then it kind of turned into these kids are like also interested in media and they're interested in all these other things. Um, And so they are trying to 
um, come onto Ground Zero as well. And so like take part in um, these other avenues. And it's just a really cool engagement of like, you know, looking at all these different uh, artistic pathways mm-hmm. that people can take and encouraging them to take all of them. Um, so with that partnership, um, I can see that going forward as like having youth take part in multiple different things and like seeing all of these avenues open to them um, and seeing all these prospects for their future. Yeah. Um, the way that I see community engagement as the what sorry <laughs> as the future for Ground Zero Radio um, is uh, Moss and I are like beginning our newsroom, especially also Lily. Sorry, Lily. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lily, sorry, I completely forgot. Sorry, um, but yeah, Lily, Moss, and I are pretty much you know creating a newsroom at Ground Zero Radio, and I would really love that community engagement would be a part of the process when creating these stories, um, because community engagement was a- like I was able to engage with people, businesses, um, local business. Um, local artists to create these living local episodes that have a story in them and so um, I would love for that to be a part of the process as a journalist if you're joining Ground Zero Radio to take those steps instead of considering them as like afterthoughts or uh, never like possibly that's probably in the back of of the mind of people Um, and so uh, yeah creating that newsroom to pretty much be a source of people to come to to ask hey we would love for you to tell the story about us Um, or um, seeing how or creating articles about the living local episodes or podcast episodes even um, that pretty much continues that relationship and that just doesn't stop at the publication of a podcast a website or an article or a video episode um so that's how i see it yeah and part of journalism is people do reach out to you so how do people reach out how do people get a hold of you how do people get involved if they want to help how do people get involved if they want to take part in gz radio so uh gzradio.com is the website that they can actually go to now. I will say we do have a podcast up there. I want to shout out our London crew. So a little bit of a, what the future of actually community engagement is is basically branching out of this region as well. So we have a London chapter um, developed. They have um, a podcast out on gzradio.org right now. Um, I'm flying out in December to Hawaii to start working with possible youth in Hawaii to develop a Hawaii chapter. Um, New York and also Philly are in the mix. So we're really starting to branch out of this particular um, Washington region and getting into the regions that have different time codes because ultimately we want to be 24 hours, but we don't want to be doing the 24 hour work. Uh, so then when we sleep, London takes over the airwaves. Um, you know, New York is also ahead of us in time. Hawaii is behind us in time. So we can really plan that out properly. Um, but gzradio.org, if you're also looking to apply, you can visit at GZ Radio on Instagram and right there in the link in bio is the application process and the link tree also takes you to a bunch of other stuff but uh, those are the two primary sources right now gzradio.org and at GZ Radio on Instagram Moss, Lily, Marianne first of all thank you so much for coming and talking to me today about the work that you guys are doing is there anything that we haven't talked about that you feel is just like burning inside of you to get out right now Go listen to our podcasts and shows. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> Y'all got one more thing that's in the works. So we're, I'm going to be in touch with you about this. Um, we're going to do a youth summit, which is a youth radio, uh, youth media summit. So uh, that is yeah. being planned. Um, okay. Yeah. Definitely. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much for joining me um, and giving me all the information about what you're doing, how to contact you. If you get a news story, obviously reach out to Marianne. Uh, if, you've, if you're in a band, talk to Lily because she's going to feature you. Uh, and thank you for listening. Conversations is a public affairs program of this station.